According to his wife, he's ready to name names, point the finger. We're talking state-sponsored murder, sanctioned from the top. In Northern Ireland, during the 70s, a death squad. British soldiers operating outside the law, targeting PIRA personnel. That's the Provisional Irish Republican Army, the volunteers. Tess was amazed. Not so much at the allegation as at Julia Hollington's exceptional talent for saying the same thing more than once, to repeat an idea. God, I've just done it myself. He's ill. The wife says there's not much time left. We're talking urgency. We're talking. That was another piece of litter. Julia dropped it everywhere. I think it's best if you go and see them, rather than them coming to see you. Take a full statement. Get a complete account on the record. Peter will lead on this. You're to assist him, Tess. Julia was the managing partner at Hollington's, a city firm founded by her grandfather and given an international footprint by her father. She'd withdrawn from practice years ago, but as the childless guardian of a family tradition, she refused to actually retire. And it was to Julia, compassionate and attentive, that a former British soldier's wife had turned for help. She'd gone to the top, refusing to talk to anyone else. If this chap is reliable, if he can prove what he says, then we're talking murder trials against individual soldiers and cabinet ministers, not to mention civil actions for damages in the High Court, and proceedings in the International Criminal Court, the International Court of Justice, and the European Court of Human Rights. We're talking judgments in London, The Hague, and Strasbourg. This could be a very significant case. Most of that analysis, uttered with steely calm, was inaccurate. Julia had been an air transport lawyer with a niche practice, grounded, an appropriate term, in the Guadalajara Convention of 1961. You report directly to me. No one else. For now, keep the investigation between ourselves. They were sitting in Julia's spacious office. It was here, in this sunlit room, that Tess had been interviewed for a place in the firm. That had been seven years ago. The first-class degree from Oxford had been taken for granted. So had the dazzling results recently obtained from the Law Society. Something else had mattered far more than academic brilliance. Julia, being Julia, had told Tess the answer she was looking for before she'd asked the question. We're an old-fashioned firm, not modern. I understand that. We prize integrity above all. Personal and professional. Do you? Absolutely. There had been three others on the panel, a woman and two men. They'd closed their eyes in unison as Julia had lowered her voice. If there was ever a conflict between the requirements of the law and your own best interests, to which voice would you listen? The shout or the whisper? Of course... Julia hadn't specified which voice came from where, but Tess had guessed the law never raised its voice. The whisper, she'd said quietly. I thought as much, Julia had replied, and without a glance at her colleagues, she extended her hand. Welcome to Hollington's. Throughout the years that had followed, whenever Julia had caught Tess's eye, she'd given a surreptitious nod, as if to say, You're the chosen one the future guardian of the firm's moral compass, a woman after her own heart. Peter gave a light cough. 
Why the secrecy? There was something in his whisper that sounded flippant. We're talking ancient history. Julia smiled endearingly. Peter, I appreciate that. As an American, your national memory doesn't extend much beyond two hundred years. But here, in the land of Stonehenge, we don't talk of political assassination a few decades ago in the same breath as the Ides of March. These crimes are still within the reach of the courts, and the client insists on secrecy because those involved are still alive. He considers them to be dangerous, and... Julia, these former soldiers are pensioners. Some of them will be over eighty, maybe incontinent. They're harmless. I'll let the client be the judge of that. In any event, he's concerned interested parties could destroy whatever evidence they might possess which is likely to happen if it becomes known that Hollington's is investigating a group of former soldiers who threw the rulebook out of the window. <laughs>